The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always He not dealt with us after our sins, nor reward us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pities his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Together, for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. Amen. And the Lord's word is already blessed.
Lord. Yes, Lord. Father God, you've been better than us. We've been to ourselves, and we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father God, right now, we're just trying to do what you asked us to do. Yes. We're trying to walk according to the dictates of your word. Father God, we're trying to be obedient to you. And Father God, you said you would honor that. Yes. So Father God, as we try to be faithful, as you strengthen your people right yes. now. Yes, Lord. Cover your people in the blood of your son, Jesus, yes. right now. Father God, you said the devil is like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Father God, put a hedge of protection around the weakest of us right now. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name. Father God, right now we fall short in every account, but we actually crave us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. We know that we don't always do what we promise you, but Father God, we ask that you look beyond our faults and meet us at our need right now. First of all, Father God, we ask you to help us to put on a whole arm of God yes. so we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Yes. Father God, help us give us a mindset that we seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness, and we know that all other things will be added unto us. So, Father God, right now, in my weak voice right now, Father God, I ask right now, in the name of Jesus, that you cover your people in a mighty, mighty way right now. Cover your ministry in a mighty, mighty way right now. We ask right now, we as a group corporately plead the blood of Jesus against every foul and malignant spirit right now that rises up against your people. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you fight our battles. Yes, Lord. Father God, you ask us to give us the strength and the mindset and the capability to accomplish that which you set us out to do. Help us to be steadfast, unmoved, unmoved, but always abounding in the word of God right now. In the name of Jesus. Father God, when we get our back pressed up against the wall, Father God, help your people to have a flashback party. It may seem like you're not going to come through for us, but Father God, you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. So bless your people that are going in and that are coming out right now. Bless them spiritually, physically, and financially right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you've called me to watch over the flock. Father God, Father God, it's not about me, but it's about you. I can do nothing without you, but all things through you I can do. I ask your Father God to help me do those things that are pleasing in your sight. Help me to do those things and think those things that will lead your people right. And Father God, while I fall short and I can't reach you further, I ask that you reach beyond the break, oh Father God. Yes, and reach out for me, Father God, and allow me to stay within your will. Yes. Father God, have your way in this place have right your now. Way, Lord. Father God, have your way, Father God. I, come, I curse, Father God, every tongue that raises up against us, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, every name. action that's against us, Father God, I send it back to the pits of hell, right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said you would take care of your church. You said you would take care of your people. We ask you to do what you say you would do. And Father God, we'll be so very careful. Yes. Oh, so very careful yes. to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Yes. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Amen.
as to the Lord and not unto men. Return it back to the pastor. Yes. Amen. I want to reemphasize that uh, remember the church orientation that will begin uh, the first Sunday and the kids through the entire month. I'm putting a, putting a highlight on it for you. We still request that all church members be come out so you can be informed of why why you believe what you believe. But it's, I'm not requesting our leaders. Our leaders, every leader in every leadership position, you are required to be here. Okay, you are required if you can function in that position. You need to require be required to be here so you can get get informed and get be knowledgeable how to fight with good fight of faith and have the knowledge that God wants you to have. Amen. Yeah. We start at 9.30 next Sunday. It's going to be very, very good. Very, very good. Amen? Amen. Amen. I can't put more emphasis on it. Okay? Okay, now we're going to have our for this um, uh, time for our Florida Morning Unit Orange and Blue Sunday. We're going to ask our sister, uh, First Lady Felicia Jenkins, to come forward. And you, you should have your blue, blue envelopes. If you, know, you need an envelope, get an envelope from the usher, and they'll make sure they put one in your hand. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Um, thank you for this opportunity to highlight a moment in black history for Soul Food Sunday, where every fifth Sunday for the rest of this year, Pastor has allowed us to come and bring before you reflections of history that have impacted our community uh, and transformed this great nation that we live in. So we wanna thank you, um, Pastor Clark, and acknowledge you this morning. Um, to Dr. Jenkins and Reverend Cook, um, to our deacon, and to everyone in their respective places, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This Soul Food Sunday, we would like to shine a spotlight on Florida Memorial University and its humble beginnings to now. This HBCU is an important staple in our community and has boasted great alumni as Barrington Irving Jr. as the first and youngest black pilot to fly solo around the world. Also, gospel singer Freddie Lee and our own sister Charnel Greer, who is a proud graduate of FMU. At this time, I would like you all to welcome Sister Lauren Lambert and Brother Cornelius Presley Jr. who will give us our Soul Food Sunday Spotlight this morning. Please give them a hand and encourage them while they come up. Institution. 
1892, after unknown persons fired shots into one of the school's buildings, many of the faculty and staff fled Live Oak for Jackson, where Florida Baptist Academy was founded. At the time, both Florida Baptist Institute and Live Oak, Florida Baptist Institute of Live Oak and the Florida Baptist Academy in Jacksonville were in operation. In, 19, in 1896, renowned composer and Jacksonville native J. Rosamond Jackson Johnson and his brother James Weldon Johnson wrote and composed Lift Every Voice and Sing. The song has since been treasured as the Negro National Anthem. It was first performed by a choir that included students from Florida Baptist Academy at a celebration of Abraham Lincoln's birthday in 1900. The Lord allowed the student body to grow and bless the Florida Baptist Academy to move to St. Augustine in 1918 as the Florida Normal and Industrial Institute. In 1942, the Baptist General State Convention voted to merge its two schools, closing the Florida Institute at Live Oak and combining it with what would become Florida Normal Industrial and Memorial and Memorial College in St. Augustine. Amen. The Civil Rights Movement in the 1950s and 1960s brought about a whirlwind of challenges and change to St. Augustine. When local blacks decided to protest and resist segregation in the city, students from Florida Memorial joined the effort participating in sit-ins, wait-ins, and swimmings. The events in St. Augustine significantly influenced federal legislation, resulting in the passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, signed into law by President Lyndon Johnson. This activism threatened the relationship between the college and the city of St. Augustine, which led to FMU moving its campus to the 48-acre former airstrip in Opelika, Florida. On November 11, 1968, a new campus opened as Florida Memorial College. In December 2004, the institution's charter was amended, and the name Florida Memorial University was adopted. The FMU legacy is firmly rooted in steadfast dedication and commitment to pursue its mission, to instill in their students the values of leadership, character, and service to enhance their lives and the lives of others. As one of the churches represented in Florida General Baptist Convention, New Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church is proud to be a part of the rich history of Florida Memorial University. We are honored to be a part of the continued legacy of providing quality education in a supportive and inclusive environment to black and brown students from around the world. We are honored to be a part of the continued legacy. Oh. Join us in supporting FMU by donating $20 to help well-deserved students reach their dreams to becoming graduates of Florida Memorial University. Your donations will be a part of the Seaboard Missionary Baptist Association and Florida General Baptist Convention contributions on the annual donation day held on the FMU campus on November 22, 2022. We solicit your monetary gifts and your prayers for the success of this annual day university, and its entire student body. Thank you, and may God bless you for being a blessing in our prayer.
job, great job. Thank you so much, Sister Lauren and Brother Cornelius Jr. for enlightening us on the rich history of Florida Memorial University and reminding us that as a church, we have a stake in the success of FMU because our church forefathers saw fit to launch its beginnings and we have a responsibility to continue the legacy. You both did an outstanding job. Thank you so much. So as Pastor said, we have special envelopes that are available to those who can give to this worthy cause. We are asking for $20 or more or your best offering from those who can give to support our college. As I noted, we have an alumni that graduated from FMU, so we really do have a stake in the success of following students. So your name will be included as a donor if you give uh, in the annual souvenir donation book for 2022 as a public proclamation of your support and generosity. So if you fill out an envelope with your name, your uh, name and your donation will be printed as one of the donors uh, in the upcoming uh, um, souvenir book. If you need an envelope, just raise your hands and one of our wonderful efficient ushers who are in orange today will bring you an envelope. Uh, you may also send a donation by those who are watching virtually to our cash app, which is dollar sign NJMBC21WP. And that stands for New Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church, 21 West Park. So that's dollar sign NJMBC21WP. And many of us have family and friends who would like to donate to this effort. So we, are, we will be accepting donations through November 13th for the names to be included in the book. And of course, uh, we will continue to accept donations after the November 13th. However, uh, we may not make the deadline for your name to be printed in the book, but of course the money will still go to a worthy cause. So we want to represent New Jerusalem well as we give to our Seaboard Missionary Baptist Church, who will then, uh, as a collective group, give uh, through Florida General and represent at the annual donation day. So we are asking that you be generous if you can to support our young people and the continued legacy of Florida Memorial University. Thank you so much to God be the glory. It's offering time. Praise the Lord. It's offering time. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's time to give back that which God has allowed us to be able to give. Amen. 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 Let's 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 pray. Let's pray over the offering. Amen, amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus, the risen Christ. Lord God, we want to say thank you, Lord God. 
Lord God, we ask you right now, Lord God, to bless this what you have allowed us to be able to get, to give back to you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Bless those that desire to give but did not have, Lord God. And bless those that's given, Lord God, in the name of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Lord God, we just want to say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, to be able to receive your blessing, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
15th chapter of John are being vitally attached to you, oh God. How we want to ask that you would enable us to rest, rest, uh, realize uh, that we get our substance and uh, our sustaining power from you. Thank you, oh God, for the church and New Jerusalem in particular. Thank you for the leadership uh, that you have given us and our shepherd in particular. Thank you for giving him the guidance that he might give guidance and direction to other leaders that we might continue to grow in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for salvation and the divine enablement to be reconciled that took place at Calvary Cross. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the indwelling of your Holy Spirit that guides, that keeps, that sanctifies, that sustains. Thank you for a new day in the house of the Lord. Help us acknowledge uh, the need to be humble and recognize that our being here today is not because we've been so faithful, but because you have been and still long-suffering. Thank you for the privilege and ability to repent of our sins and to allow the Holy Spirit uh, to be walked in in accordance to your will and your purpose. Thank you, God, for your healing power of sickness. And we ask today not only that you would bless our shepherd, but bless each of us, yes. uh, our physical being, our, our emotional being, and particularly our spiritual being. We ask each day and each Sunday in particular that you would anoint our shepherd afresh and enable him to bring forth your word and that your Holy Spirit would remove callous hearts and minds that we might meditate on your word and that we might receive you more fully every day. Oh God, you are blessing and we thank you not only for your grace but we thank you for your mercy because there are things that you held back that we weren't deserving of. Thank you for allowing your uh, son Jesus to stand in the gap and he that knew no sin that you allowed him to become sin that we might become the righteousness of God praise your holy name and we ask that you would bless this service as you never have before enable us to move forward in the power and the authority and in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen.
do it for me. Right now. Do it for me. Turn your Bibles with us. The Gospel according to John, chapter 9. <clears throat> Gospel according to John chapter 9, on Shannon Sermonic, spotlight on verses 1 through 11, portions of text filled with spiritual food for us. John chapter 9, commencing at verse 1. <clears throat> him saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, the night coming when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat, he spit on the ground, and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay, and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed, and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him that he was blind, said, Is this, is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore they said unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed and I received my sight. I received sight. I like to put a tag on this text just for short while I'm speaking to your spirit. I was blind, but now I can see. You can take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I was blind, but now I can see. Jesus said in the text, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. On this occasion, Mother Thomas, Jesus is just passing by. This blind man on the highway side making this a rather strange miracle because the blind man never asked to see. He just on the highway side begging and Jesus is just passing by. But here is an occasion, here is an opportunity just serendipitously for Jesus just 
to demonstrate how powerful he really is. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's just a chance for Jesus to punch some holes in the darkness. It's just, he just feels like working a miracle. The blind man doesn't ask for anything. Jesus just sees an opportunity to demonstrate that if he wants to, he can do whatever he pleases. Can I get a witness up again? And the disciples are always dull and slow to think, wants to know who sinned, this man or his parents. That he was born blind because they thought disease and tragedy was the result of some unconfessed sin, some secret in the life of an individual. Sound like people, right? That's what Job's friends thought when Job was suffering from his tragedies. They commiserated with him for a few days and then they said, Nah, Job, come on, Job, tell us the truth. You're not just going through this. You must have done something in your path for you to be going through what you're going through right now. People so thought that sin was a result of somebody or blindness or illness was a result of somebody's sin. Jesus said, this man is not responsible, nor his parents, but that the glory of God, the wonder of God, is to be worked out in this man's life today. I just feel like working a miracle. I just want to demonstrate that as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. That's one of John's I am statements. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus just happens by, this man is blind, and Jesus works the miracle him before he said, I must work the works of him who sent me. Yeah. Am I in the book? Yeah. While it is day, for the night is coming when no man can work. I want you to see the misery of this sightless man. Y'all walk with me a little bit. His condition was rendered, has rendered him a beggar. He is a miserable beggar. He's never seen a sunrise. He's never seen the face of his parents. He's never seen a tree. He does not know what the flower blooms, what it looks like. Those are words and scents and smells. But he cannot see. He is sightless. He cannot work. He is a drain on society. He's a family member that you keep in an attic room or keep in the cellar and keep back from everyone when they visit the house. He is a nuisance. He's not worth very much. He's sightless. He can't take care of himself. So start out and he he decides he's going to pander and beg from passbyers. He finds his way into a thoroughfare so that he can beg because of his blindness. That's got to be a miserable. It's got to be miserable, y'all, to depend on somebody else to take care of you. His blindness renders him helpless. He finds some thoroughfare where travelers are happening his way. Right. And he does all he can do that is to beg for his sustenance, beg for his survival, beg for his living. That must be a miserable way to live. But he doesn't complain, obviously, because he doesn't ask Jesus for anything. Are y'all with me? Yes, yes, he makes no request of the master. He's not like those ten lepers who yell out at Jesus. He's not like the other blind man, blind Bartimaeus, who say, who yells out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He's not like him. He's not like the Syrophoenician woman who comes because her daughter is vexed with a devil. He's not like this woman with the issue of blood who grabs Jesus' clothes just to touch the hem of his garment. 
He's not like Jairus who asked Jesus to come to his house. He's not like Jesus' mother who tells them to fill the water pot. For the water, he's just on the highway side begging. And Jesus feels like to work a miracle. Y'all with me? It's about to happen. Y'all already helped me preach this day. You come to church because you're full of anticipation and expectation. You don't know how God's going to do it, but you got to have some anticipation to faithfully attend and give God a praise, even though you ain't got you feel you have nothing to praise God for. That's a good way to walk in the faith of you who you believe in. Because you ought to be expecting, expecting God to do something even if you don't do it today. That's why you ought to be thankful every time God wakes you up in the morning. Can I get a witness here? Because every time God wakes me up in the morning, that gives me another chance, one by one, to get it right with him and walk a little bit better with him today. Not only that, if I'm expecting a move of God in my life, he might not get it yesterday, but he just might do it today. Are y'all hearing me? Why do I feel like that? Because God is not a man that he should lie. If he says it, he will do it. And like your songwriter said, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. That means that he will do it when he gets ready to do it. And you know what I need and when I need it. That's right. reason why my, 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 my sister Amy, some of us don't get a breakthrough. Because we don't expect one. We're not hungry for it yet. You know why? We're not searching for it yet. You know what? Because we still can do some stuff ourselves. And as long as we can just about make it ourselves, and we can re we, can, we really don't need to reach out to Jesus. But here is this blind man, miserable in his condition, on the highway side, begging, and he never asked Jesus for anything. Because he does not know who he is. Yes, yes, yes. Watch this now. The scripture said Jesus saw him, but the man never saw Jesus. Then Jesus spits on the ground. Spit, saliva, spit on the ground, mix a little spit of mud with some mud, and puts it on a man's eye. Can I get a witness of him? If I tell you that I'm going to put my spit on the ground and put it on a doctor, let me put it on your eye, you can say, you don't lost your mind, Pastor. You ain't going to spit on my face, Pastor. No, God got another way, Pastor. The scripture said Jesus saw him. But the man never saw Jesus. Jesus spits on the ground, makes some salve, makes a little spit, and then he puts it on the man's eyes. Spitting in his eyes could have insulted him had he seen it. But Jesus asked something for him that he really could not envision. We thank and praise God, Lady James, for what we see he has done. But we need to learn how to praise God for what we for what He does us that we don't see. Do I need to read myself? We need to learn to praise God for what we don't see. We don't see who could have broken into our house last night and killed us. 
We don't see who could have ran the, into, in, through the intersection and killed us in the highway. God keeps us from us what we can't see. And that's a reason to praise God. You think you got nothing? Oh, you got a whole lot of stuff. Because it's a bullet that missed you, a straight bullet that missed you, you never knew about. Many of us praise God because, because of a job, because of a family that God has healed in our life, because we got money in the bank, because we got a nice 401k, retirement plan, because of what we can see. But we need to learn to praise God for what we can't see. Despite, learn to praise God, despite my child's still on drugs, he's still on drugs, but I'm going to praise God anyway. God knows how to bless you in spite of what your supervisor wanted to do to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Whatever, whatever he had, whatever, in spite of what they have on their mind to do to you, God still knows how to bless you. He don't care who's blocking against you. Amen. In spite of that, God still knows how to prepare a temple before you in the presence of your enemy. He still knows how to do that. Yeah. 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 The Bible says, I know I'm in the book and I get happy. I get happy by myself. I will keep him in perfect peace. <laughs> Whose mind is stayed on me. In spite of what you're going through, God's still on the throne. He's still in control of the affairs of mankind. Learn how to thank God for what you don't see. I will bless the Lord for what I see and what he has done, but I need to learn to bless him for what I don't and I cannot see. Check this out, Dr. James. I studied the book a little bit. St. Augustine calls this, calls this the preeminent grace of God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Moving on my behalf. Yeah. I'm glad you asked the question, because Pastor, what is the preeminent, eminent grace of God? Uh -huh. Mother Thomas, I got happy when I learned about it. I was in the book. You know what that is? That's God giving me grace before I mess up. <laughs> he intervenes because he knows by wrecking himself at 1231. In two seconds tomorrow, he know I'm gonna say something I should not say. He got some grace right there to meet me right there when I mess up. Y'all yeah, missed the show. Yeah, I mean, before you ask God for some help, he already figured it out. He don't walk out your steps. Well, I, I, let me make, let me get let me make it plain for us. Our, our spiritual people know this part. God know how, how, how while you going up one side of the mountain, God going up the other side of the mountain. And guess what? When you reach your situation and talking about, He got a ram in the bush. Let's go. Let's go a little further. Look at God. Look at God, Mother Thomas. Set in Jesus. The Lamb of God, before the foundations of the earth, to die for my sins, before I'm formed in the womb of my mother. Y'all ain't feeling me, are Before he, he said, before you were formed in the belly, I knew you. The word said God already knows what you need before you need it. Uh, Before you need God has already worked it out. Yes, yes. God is is blessing you in spite of your downfall. Uh -huh. So God slipped it right in, right there, because God's grace, grace is great, has grace. It's it's it's, 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 it's a merited favor towards us. Right, right, yes. 
I said Jesus just feels like punching some holes in darkness. Mm. Don't get stuck on yourself now. God blessing you, but it ain't all about you. It's definitely not about you. Because it's because of his name. Because of who he is. Yeah. Yeah. God does towards me based on who he is. And his, and his covenant with me. I'm glad I serve a covenant keeping God. Y'all ain't feeling it. Go no further. We can't keep our word past tomorrow. We can't keep our word past three minutes from now. Yes. That's alright. That's why God told Abraham when he had told him to slice open the animals and they're about to make sacrifice, which is a which is a which is a thing they do to make warfare. This is what's gonna happen to you when we get in covenant, bro. Because if you don't you you do you don't keep your word, this is what I'm gonna do to you. I'm gonna cut you open in half. Abraham prepared it like that. And then God said, told Abraham, go to sleep. You know why? Because he know he can't depend on Abraham to keep no covenant. God said, I keep covenant with myself. Because I'm a faithful God. Aren't you glad about that? If you mess up and you say you're not going to mess up, how many times do you promise God you won't do it again? You won't do it again. But you do it anyway. But he still bless you anyhow. Because it's not about you. I'm sorry I said that with Pastor God. I understand. I understand. That's why I serve a God like Why wouldn't I love a God like this? Amen. The worse I get, the more the bread he gets. God, God loves me right. Y'all know what I'm trying to say? When he should be punishing me, he's loving me. Yes, yes, yes. So the, the spiritual theory is that he loves you so much, you gotta do right. Yes, 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 yes. It makes you want to do right. It, you, you, you can't want to stay in your sin with a God that keeps stretching his hand out there. You're afraid he might take say, Lord, hide your face from my from my iniquity. Yes. He then said, Lord, say, create me a clean heart and renew me the right spirit. He said, Don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. Yes. Jesus performs a miracle by spitting on the ground, making some clay, putting it on a man's eye. Now it's perhaps the only miracle where Jesus heals intermediately. He uses another agent to assist him in the miracle. Yes. If he wanted to, Jesus could have just said, be seen. Uh, yeah. Be seen. Yeah. Now I know that's ebonics for some of us, but that's just, that's, let me understand, that's where I'm trying to go somewhere. Jesus could have said, just get some sign. But he did not. He spit on the ground, made clay, right. and put it on the man's eyes, Remica, and said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. Yeah. Yes. Jesus was going to do the healing, uh -huh. but the man, watch me now, had to participate in his own miracle. Somebody here is trying to see where I'm trying to go here. The Lord wants to bless you this morning, but there are some times when you got to participate yeah. in your own miracle. You want to do this. You want to do this. You want you. You ain't got to go to a healing service. You don't got to go to a miracle service. No, just change some of the raggedy ways you got. Get out of the way, your miracle. You want a miracle, but you still want a little raggedy. The devil is alive. Talk back to me. I'm not gonna stop preaching. You'll get this part. Why should you get something? 
He said, yes, you, you can't live. You cannot walk right. But why do you think you can just sin and just let sin abound because you know you got grace, but you don't want to change your habit, but you want to be delivered? You want to be delivered from that which you love to be in. Lord, come on, Bill. Come on. Participate in your own miracle. God said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If I like shirt, skirt tails, Sister Fernal, that's a pastor. I like them so much and I chase them. How can I be strong against them if I'm chasing them? Y'all ain't talking about me. So if you come with your skirt tail and it's short, I'd like to know how to say that. Joseph, I'm out of here. Because guess what? I don't trust myself around you. So instead of trying to, ain't nothing wrong running, y'all. Don't even feel me, huh? It's nothing wrong with running because guess what? The Bible said there is no temptation come from man that God has not made a way for me to escape. So if I didn't escape, I want to be caught. We got to grow up here after a while. You want a miracle. Jesus is going to heal up, but the man has to participate in his own miracle. Somebody here is trying this morning. Tell God, I'm going to resist some of these ways I'm going through. Yeah. The Lord wants to bless you with a miracle, but you got to look for one and get out of the way. Yeah. God wants to send blessings your way, but you got to be ready to receive them because if the blessing comes and you're not ready, you're going to mess up you and the blessing. God took 40 years to get the children of Israel to, to, get, uh, to the promised land. That journey could have taken 40 days or less. But it ended up taking Dr. Jenkins 40 years because not only did he have to get Israel out of Egypt, but he had to get Egypt out of Israel. We have to get that culture, that background that we so used to out of our spirit. Yeah. That junk, that stuff that messed up, messed out of, that messed out of it, so he could cross them over to the promised land. Yeah. And you may not be in the place, you may not be in the place psychologically or spiritually where you're ready to receive what God has for you because you still hold on to some stuff that has nothing to do with how God trying to bless you. Yeah. You still have somebody in your heart yeah. that you need to get rid of out of your heart. Yeah. You still got some junk that you need to let pass because God will not set you up for a blessing so you can mess it up with your attitude. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's tight. I'm sorry. It's tight. I'm just giving it how God gave it to me. I'm going to show you in the text how this man's attitude was receptive to his blessing because they actually put him out of the temple. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Now the scripture says the people who knew him from birth knew that he could not see. So the Bible says these people asked him, how were your eyes open? Yes. I told you earlier, he said, he doesn't even know who Jesus is. Yes. He says a man named Jesus. Jesus. That could have been any man because it was a whole lot of men named Jesus back then. Uh -huh. Jesus was a very common name. He said it was just a man named Jesus. That's like Jesus and Jose today. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. yes. He told me to go walk. I went and now I am back and I see. He told me to go and I went. And I, when I went, I came back seeing. He told me to go, I went and came back from when he told me to go back to. You told
told me to go, I went, I came back. I don't know the dynamics of it. I don't know how he did it, but it works exactly just the way you told me. You told me to do it, I did exactly what you said, and I can see. Hey! I might get through to somebody. Don't try to fix it up your smart way. You're so intelligent. You've been, you're so experienced. You've been around the world and back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You've been in so many relationships. You know what a good man and a good woman is. Guess what? You can't keep a good man. You can't keep a good woman. So you must don't know so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Watch this. It was the Sabbath day, and so they called the boy's parents. Uh-huh. If y'all don't want to get put out of church, how did that boy get this sight? Stay with me, y'all now. It just, it just says his mother, his mother said, his mother says, the father, not wanting to upset the power structure in the church. Uh -huh. Not wanting to offend the religious elders. Yeah. And get excommunicated from the fellowship. I don't know, you have asked him, he's old enough to speak for himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Smart answer. So they called him, they said, how did you get your sight? He said, a man named Jesus. Turn the gold all the come on now. He turned the glory on me, uh -huh. and now I can see. See, he's a sinner. The church said. He said, "Don't you glorify him, unless you want to get put out of church." The boy's not intimidated. Can I hang out, young man? When God done did something for you, when He made Himself real to you. When your back up been up against the wall. See, that's why God allows us to get our backs up against the wall. He allows us to see that we can't help ourselves and nobody else can help us. Yes. He allows us to see that if they had not been for the Lord on our side, yes. Come on, where would we be? Yes. Once he has done that, he has transformed our mind. And once he has transformed our mind, the spirit that he has placed on the inside of us begins to stand up in spite of any barriers that come our way. So I can care less about what you say about what I'm saying. I don't know what you believe, but guess what? I know too much about him, and you can't make me down here. Yes, I'm still going to the doctor, Nicole. Yes, I'm still going to, to the, I gotta still go to the bank and try to get this loan. Yes, I'm not out of what I'm out of, but guess what? It ain't over until it's over. In the world, I secular friends say, it ain't over until the fat lady sing. But in the biblical world, it ain't over until God stops saying it's over. If he spoke it, he will do it. Me to do. 
See, I don't know if it's a setup or what he was. I know that I was blind, but now I can see. Yeah. I don't know if Jesus might be exactly what he said he is, but one day I was blind. Yeah. But now he told me to go wash at the pool of Siloam, and I did that. Yes. See, because the church, you got to deal with all kind of attitudes, too. Yeah. You got to answer all these questions. Yeah. You got to walk through all these people yeah. staring at you and all these people talking about you. Yeah. You say, ain't that such and so and so? Didn't I see him smoking such and such yesterday? I, just, I saw him drinking that grass monkey. I'm going to mess up right now. <laughs> I seen him drinking that MB 2020. Oh. Can you tell know what I'm talking about, huh? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought, and now they're in church today. They was drinking that kavase last night. And they're in church today. Uh -huh. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Surely, that's what they said. Because to tell you, everybody on every view got some issues yeah. that they're struggling with. Yeah. They all have problems that they can't sell some of the conditions they wish you could get out from under and stop acting like you're so holy and you got the questions to everyone's spiritual circumstances situation. You do not. Stop being so critical of sinning. From, from that, we are sinning because the truth is, the truth that none of us here can stand being followed by a camera 24 hours a day. Amen. Let me tell you, let me testify for myself. I can't stand no FBI investigation looking into my record and checking into my back because I'll be in hell right now. Thank God Jesus is not bringing up your past. He doesn't ask you any questions. He doesn't try to inspect anything going on in your life. The boy said he might be anything you say. The only thing a witness can testify about is what the witness has seen. Yes. If you don't know that, then you can't say anything about it. If you know what God has done for you, you can then say, I was blind, but now I can see. I was lost and on my way to hell, but Jesus turned me all around. He put my song, a new song in my mouth. He put joy bells ringing in my soul. I thought everything is not well in my finance, thank you Jesus, it's well with my soul, it's not all well in my family, but it's well in my soul, it's not always peace in my personal life, but I got peace deep down on the inside, because I got peace that surpasses all understanding. I got need some folk here who want to testify that it ain't all right in my life, but guess what? I got joy, unspeakable joy. Yes, yes. I got joy that the world didn't give to me. Yes. Can I get a witness yes. over here? You are not embarrassed. I want somebody who's not embarrassed to let other folks know that I don't know a whole lot of theology. I don't even know how to recite all the books of the Bible. I don't know anything about etymological roots or words. I don't know anything about smile and syntax. All I know, I don't know too much about theology. But I do know that Jesus loves me just as I know. And the Bible tells me so. I know about the things that Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. God shut them out of the garden of Eve because they could not go back because of sin. But I heard in the New Testament, God said to another woman, Amen. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And then he opened up another way for us to get back into God. He sent the second Adam. Can I get over this? He sent Jesus, born of a virgin, in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Because he just got kind of God. He's just that kind of God. That's the only way you can get God's blessings. You gotta let this man, you need to accept him for what he's gonna do and get out of the way and let him do it. Whereas one day I was blind, but now I can see. The Bible says he followed Jesus. 
giving him praise everywhere he went. And if you want the Lord to bless you this morning, you got to praise him everywhere you go. You got to praise him when things are good. You got to praise him when things are bad. Praise him when you are up and, and praise him when you are down. Praise him when you got some money up in your pocket. And praise him when you down to your last down. Praise him when you got a bad report from the doctor. And praise him when you got a good report from the doctor. I know God will open doors for us, y'all. I know he will open doors for us once. He was blind, but now he can see. I know you will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy.
still going back across for you. We thank God for allowing His Holy Spirit to come about and so we can enjoy Him today. Thank for His Word. Without the Holy Spirit, we would, we would not have been able to understand and hear anything. Take the Word of God and hide it in your heart now. Keep God's Word. God got us, y'all. He knows us. He knows just where we are. He got us. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. He got us. I'm convinced that He got us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, all hearts and minds are ready. I'll stand up and bless the, the food that's back there. The cupcakes and stuff. And then we'll do the benediction. But you remember next Sunday we start our we start our, the members class in the middle of orientation for Sunday at 9.30. Wait, James.